0: Hello, thanks for joining me here. This is What's True for Everybody, experience number 49. And this is hope number two, and I'm calling it Four Things. And I'm calling it Four Things because I could not think of a better title for it. So maybe you can make up another title, but mine is Four Things. Uh, We're on day two of spring break. It's a Sunday. And my kids and wife are upstairs doing some made-up schoolwork because my wife is fantastic. And I applaud all the churches I've seen going to online services this weekend and uh, for however many weekends it takes. We watched our church's online service this morning and it was really well done and proof again that a church is not a building. It's actually people who gather together in the name of Jesus, and we have the ability in 2020 to gather online. And so a lot of us had some church this morning, and even if you're not a part of the church or a church, uh, hopefully you've been able to have some contact with loved ones, neighbors, uh, family, whoever it may be, in one form or another, and uh, in one way or another, hopefully you've been experiencing God's love through all of this. Now, four things. And I'm going to start with, if you have been around a church, you've probably heard this verse so far um, in the last several days. And then number four here, hopefully will come full circle back to number one. So number one is this, as children of God, we are not to live in fear. That's number one. As children of God, we are not to live in fear. And here's the verse that is frequently being said right now, and it's a good one. This is Psalm 41, verse 10. So do not fear, or fear not is another way it's put, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I'll read it again. So do not fear or fear not, for I am with you. By the way, this is the God of the universe talking to his people, Israel, who he's delivered them from slavery and oppression to Egypt. Uh, through the, He's protected them through the wilderness. I mean, he's done all sorts of things for his people when they thought, uh, we're dead, we're goners, this is all over. Do not fear, I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, the word for fear here, not a trick word. It means to be afraid, to fear, and what this means, I think, is that as God's people, fear is not to stifle us. It's not to control us. Fear is not to make our decisions for us. And I said last time that to be anxious, to be scared, even to be afraid, uh, that's totally normal when we're in the realm of the unknown, which we are right now. And, and I, I still say that. Um, if your kid is driving across the country in a snowstorm because they're coming home from college for break or whatever, and you're not a little bit anxious, scared, afraid, um, are you <laughs> Are you really a human being? Uh, if you don't know if you're going to get laid off, Because of all of this, or you don't know where your income is going to come from, or how are you like, how you're going to pay all your bills? Who wouldn't be a little bit anxious or fearful about that? Uh, If you're waiting for a medical result from your doctor, and this this result could be life changing in one form or another, of course, we're going to be a little anxious about it. What I think this verse means is fear from these things. That doesn't control us. That doesn't make our decisions for us. We don't see through the lens of fear. We see through the lens of hope. So number one, as children of God, we are not to live in fear, which doesn't mean we're never anxious. It just means that's not what defines us, controls us, makes our decisions. Number two, to fear not is not an excuse to be foolish. <laughs> to not be afraid is not an excuse to be careless. Now, in the biblical sense, in the biblical world, foolishness uh, ultimately in the Bible is uh, is to not is to de- deny the reality of God, to not believe in God is is what the Bible ultimately defines as foolish foolishness. Uh, Psalm, what is it, fourteen? The fool says in his heart or her heart there is no God. Uh, in the Bible, the word fool it means a person who is morally or spiritually uh, deficient. It's someone who doesn't believe in something or someone bigger than themselves. And that's how they make their decisions. Like, like they're the end all be all (laughs) of this world. Um, so that's the kind of the biblical definition of, of foolishness. Now there's a proverb, uh, Proverbs 15 verse 21 that says folly or foolishness is a joy to him who or her who lacks sense. Folly is a joy to him or her who lacks sense. So, so maybe we can just define foolishness here as someone who acts senselessly. <laughs> someone who does things that simply aren't helpful or don't make any sense. To fear not is not an excuse to do things that don't make any sense. To, f- to not fear... This virus does not mean you get to go, I mean, you can if you want to, but expose yourself in all sorts of ways to this virus and expose others. That's not what fearing not means. Example, after I graduated eighth grade, my friend Chris had got to take three friends. We were in Chicago up to in Wisconsin uh, for like a weekend getaway. And so it was chris and me and mike and brian and where we stayed at this hotel uh there was this big hill near our hotel and so we all had our rollerblades we took them with us and we decided we're going to rollerblade down this hill that was like half cement half gravel (laughs) and so we get we start climbing up this hill and we get about a quarter of the way up and i think it was chris who said okay i'm gonna go from here we get about halfway up and then i think it was mike who said okay i'm going to i'm just going to go down from here we get about 3 quarters of the way up and it was brian who said i'm going to go from here and then i'm like what's wrong with you people fear not and so i go to the top of this hill and turn around and we're all ready to go and i yell one, two, three, go and we all start going down this hill and there having a blast. They're cruising. And I get about a quarter of the way down and I already feel my legs start shaking. And I think, "Uh Oh, this isn't going to end. Well, I get about somewhere between, I don't know, halfway to three quarters of the way down and my legs just can't take it anymore. And they give out and I slide on this half cement, half gravel. I don't know, 10, 15 yards. And uh, I wish I could show you a picture of it. It was nasty and just tore up my leg, couldn't do anything. The rest of the trip was in severe pain. it was it was awful. Now, out of the four of us, I had the least amount of fear, but I had the most amount <laughs> of foolishness. To fear not is not an excuse to be careless or foolish. So number one as children of God, we are not to live in fear. Number two, to fear not is not an excuse to be foolish. Uh, Number three, the alternative to being foolish is to be wise. The alternative to being foolish is to be wise. In the Bible, uh, it contrasts foolishness and wisdom. Now, here's a definition of wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best cause of action based on the knowledge and understanding that we have. I'll say that again. Wisdom is the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best cause of action based on the knowledge and understanding that we have. There's a proverb, Proverbs 9 verse 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Uh, here's here's like the first principle of of wisdom to humble ourselves before God in reverence, worship, awe, obedience, uh, And what that means it's it's the acknowledgement, essentially that we don't know everything. <laughs> One of the first steps or principles of wisdom is to acknowledge that we don't know everything. That's what humbling ourselves means. One of the things it means to humble ourselves, before God. Now the word fear here, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Not the same fear as what we saw in Isaiah forty-one. Fear not. Uh, there's there were two major definitions of fear. One was to be afraid. That's what we're talking about in Isaiah forty-one. But here, the word fear, same word, but it has another nuance to it. It's it's to be in awe, reverence or worship of God. The awe or the reverence of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom okay so number one as children of god we are not to live in fear number two to fear not is not an excuse to be careless or foolish number three the alternative of being foolish is to be wise and our our how we respond to what's going on right now with all the unknowns uh, we are going to show how much wisdom we do or don't <laughs> have in this and part of wisdom is, is to focus on what you can actually control And knowing what you can control and what you can't control. So this includes the balancing act. And this balancing act is going to be different for all of us, right? So you have, when it comes to the unknown, you have the side of being as cautious as you can be. So you have that mindset. But then you have the other side of, I still need to live my life. I'm still a human being. I still have to like enjoy fresh air once in a while. I have to work. I have to pay bills. I have to take care of my kids. You have, you have these two sides of, man, I don't want to get this thing. I don't want to spread this thing. And then there's the side of life isn't over. <laughs> like I, I still have things to do. I still have things that I want to. How are we going to balance this? And we're all going to make different decisions on this. Now, what we've seen a lot of is the judgment of one balancing act against another. We need to be careful about this. There are the honest conversations that we're having with people we love of, man, I would do it this way and not this way. Uh, But we've all seen and heard the, wait, you're taking your kid to a public park? What is wrong with you? Wait, you're not working from home next week? What is wrong? Wait, you're not going to leave your house for the next 14 days? What is wrong with you? There is the honest trying to figure this out together. And then there's a total judgment and speaking unkindly to one another because their balancing act is a little bit different from your balancing act. And this is something we all have to figure out for ourselves. It's something we all have to try to work on as a community also. So the alternative of being foolish, the alternative of being foolish is to be wise. Part of wisdom is focusing on what you can actually control. One of the things you can't control necessarily is how other people are dealing with this and then number four uh, wisdom will always include faith wisdom will always include faith faith is simply a belief or a confidence toward god so a belief or a confident attitude toward god even when we don't have much evidence or reason for this belief or this confidence How many people have thought, man, if there's like a God, if he loves us, if he cares for us, if he wants our best, how does he let this happen? How are there people dying from this? Uh, Good question. I don't have the answer other than to say sin, death was allowed to enter this world. And this is one of the results of that. But faith is... uh, the belief that someone is in control and it isn't us and that person is good and that person can be trusted. I would call that person God. And in all of this, we're not hopeless. We're cautious. In all of this, we're not (laughs) know-it-alls. We're learning. In all of this, we're not against those who see this exactly the way we do. We're fighting for each other's benefit for others' prosperity, as one of the ways we, we termed it last time. and all this, we're not living in fear, even though we're a bit anxious, and that's understandable. We're living in confidence that there's a God who is with us even now, even when we're having some trouble seeing him. And the priority in all of this, in all of this, and I think God isn't on this too, the priority is human thriving. Right, That's what we're after here. For humans to thrive, for humans to be okay, for humans to love one another, be at peace, to be healthy and all of this. Number one is, children of God, we are not to live in fear. Number two, to fear not is not an excuse to be foolish. Number three, the alternative of being foolish is to be wise. Number four, wisdom always includes faith. What faith will always do is drive out Living in fear. So do not fear, God says, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We have faith that this is true, even in this. Grace and peace.